0: Stu Baikowski, good morning, and thank you for joining the Dawn Show this morning. Good
3: morning, Dawn. Pleasure to be with you.
0: Absolutely. So, tell me about you know your take as we think about now the FBI joining the University of Pennsylvania, and you are writing a great column um, about 84 years ago this Thursday, and making us think about world history. And of course, when we look at world history, Stu, we can we hope that we never forget. Right. That we we learn from our history. And I think, unfortunately, maybe we're taking too many history classes out of schools or especially Uh, the Ivy Leagues. I, I don't know, Stu. It it's really disturbing to me.
3: Okay, let me let me start by saying I am Jewish. Um, but I, I'm not a, quote, Jewish journalist. I've actually written about the fact I'm a journalist first. I'm, uh, I'm an American first. I'm a Philadelphian first. My religion really doesn't uh, influence me to any great degree. And I have written columns defending people who were accused of anti-Semitism because they were anti-Israel. There is a difference between not approving the government of, uh, of Israel or its actions and being against Jewish people. And this Philly-Palestine coalition has crossed the line with their boycott to boycott what they call Zionist establishments. Uh, Zionist is another word for Jew in, in their mind. They want to boycott Jewish establishments, which is to blame American Jews for the actions of Israel, And most American Jews are not fans of the prime minister, Mr. Mr. because he's right wing and most American Jews are left wing, but okay. So you talked about an event of 84 years ago. That would be 84 years ago tomorrow. That was Kristallnacht in Germany. It was a, in 1939, it was the first time the Nazis really dropped the face, uh, the mask of who they were and what they would be. And during those two days, All across Germany, Jewish schools, businesses, and synagogues were attacked and wrecked, and 100 Jews were murdered as well. And the police did nothing, and the government did nothing. Mm -hmm. Now, in the case of the the Philly-Palestinian Coalition calling for a boycott of Jewish businesses and of Jews, this would be like boycotting Chinese restaurants because we don't get along with China. You don't blame American Jews. You don't isolate them and try to segregate them from the rest of America through this action. It is openly hostile, it is anti-Semitic, and according to a reporting in the Wall Street Journal, which is where I first heard about this, the Enquirer has had nothing. Um, the Wall Street Journal reporter called up everyone on city council and the mayor, only Mark Squia, of the city of the district councilman one uh condemned the boycott the rest of them ran away like rats they wouldn't they would not comment on it and i guarantee you if there would be an attack against a gay person or a gay group yes. in the city or a black group the mayor would be on television with this crying towel weeping all over the place yes. in this case he has said nothing and in my view that makes him an anti-Semite. If you are, they say, you know, silence is violence. Well, this is silence.
0: Yes, and it's it's disturbing to me. And I I also want to make this point, too, as you talked about as you talk about history. That one of the, one of the things that you know, if people know their history, and my kids learned this, um, you know, in middle school, the Holocaust badges. In other words, the fir- one of the first things that Hitler did, the Nazis did, was that they identified the so-called you know Jews or Jewish businesses and then ultimately right. made individuals wear that so-called the Jewish, the Yellow Star badges, if you will. And so right. on this, think about what this uh, Philly-Palestine-Palestinian coalition, what they're doing if they're saying to people by the thousands, and they have 15,000 followers at least on social media, If they're saying, hey, we've got a, you know, we're calling for a boycott, my question is, are they also giving a a list, if you will, of saying, well, we're identifying these as the businesses that we're targeting, the so-called, you know, in air quotes, Zionist businesses. To me, it's not a far stretch to say this is the beginning of them. In other words, um, identifying who is who. And segregating that out. And that's why it's important. I started out at 10, Stu, saying we all have to stand together and say, so you, you, you stated, Stu Baikowski, that you, you want to start with being Jewish. To me, to me personally, if somebody says they're targeting my Jewish friend, neighbor, colleague, no, 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 no. They're targeting my fellow American. They're targeting my, yeah. fe- my fellow Philadelphian. And that's the kind of thing that we need to be saying.
3: You're absolutely right. No, I, it, it's, I, I see a parallel here. Uh, I'm, 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 for, I'm for Israel, under attack. I'm also for Ukraine. What you have here are two democracies that are under attack by the worst elements of society, not even our society. I don't want to characterize them any further. I have sympathy for the Palestinian people. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I, it turns out, uh, I found out yesterday, I have a friend who is a member of the Philly-Palestine coalition. And when they decided to do the boycott, he got up and said, that's not really a good idea. You know, why don't we instead do something positive and um, vote to support Arab and Palestinian business in Philadelphia, which I thought was a decent idea. Mm -hmm. He was hooted down, and some called him a Nazi. Wow. Unbelievable. And here he is a very progressive Democrat.
0: See, that's scary. And he's
3: being called a Nazi by, by some in the Philly-Palestine coalition. Uh, <laughs> you know, I'm that's always for free speech uh, uh, and, and even hate speech. But this is anti-Semitism and at the very least our city leaders should have stood stood up and said so. And they haven't. And that is really, really disappointing to me. Almost frightening, except I don't get frightened very easily.
0: <laughs> well, I and I, I'm looking at their Instagram, just one of their social media accounts. They actually have more than seventeen thousand followers, but they're now they're promoting two big events coming up. Actually, Veterans Day of all days this Saturday. One of them is a big rally they want to do this Saturday at eleven uh, or one p.m. on Veterans Day on North Broad Street, and then the other one is in Delaware. They're marching to Biden's house. So this is, well, what could, you know. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game.
0: You have
2: 47 new voicemails.
0: when they decide that they they want to go to Biden's house, they say across the street from um, uh, from the field there. But actually, they want to go, they want to actually march from the field there in Wilmington, Delaware, and then march to President Joe Biden's you know vacation home.
3: <laughs> well, I'll grant them this: they're well organized yeah. and they're well.
0: Yeah, and I know, Stu, that you for many years. I mean, you're a longtime Philadelphia um, resident. Um, wrote, worked for and wrote for the Inquirer for many many years of your life.
3: D- Just you daily, were- news, oh, Dawn. daily news. please, on daily news. Oh, I'm sorry.
0: Yes, I'm yeah. sorry. That's right. Daily There's
3: news. A huge difference. Thank you. Okay. Yeah,
0: now nowadays, I I know that you know they're all owned under. But yes, daily news. Sorry, Sue. And right. um, the, the Inquirer was the one that ultimately you you won that lawsuit with that we had talked about last yeah. time we visited. But ultimate, right. ultimately, what I was getting to was um, my question just to you about your reaction to last night's election.
3: Well, Elections um, I was, uh, yes, well, I was supporting uh, David O. Uh, I wrote mm-hmm. some columns in support of him. Um, and I was also supporting three people for city council because voting for five basically dilutes your vote. So mm-hmm. uh, I was for the two Republicans, Drew Murray and Jim Hasher, uh, because I think it's important. Uh, the city council is designed to have two minority members on it to serve as a break, no matter how minor, on the majority, which are Democrats. Well, now we have two of the uh, working family p- uh, party yeah. There, they won't be a brake on the, the rest of the Democrats. They will actually be a gas pedal. They will try to drive the uh, city council further to the left. And it will be very interesting because um, Sherelle Parker, the new mayor, uh, she's further to the right on safety issues than was David O. Mm-hmm. She was for uh, stop and frisk, which I am too, the constitutional stop and frisk. And she was for the National Guard. David O was against either of those. He was more like the Democrat. But, but she won. Uh, not my choice, but she's the mayor and I will give her uh, a chance to prove herself.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I, say, I said a prayer for her, you know, and I'll continue to do so. And look, I, I, I'm very hopeful I think it's better than what we've had in the past, as far as recently. So, you know, I think um, it's a whole, oh, oh. a whole new era. <laughs> uh,
3: yes, uh, uh, oh, can I can I plug my website if Please people do. are interested in seeing what I have to say? If yes. you used to follow me, for the Daily News, it's Kofsky dot com. And if you can't spell it, Google will find it for you,
0: <laughs> or DuckDuckGo com. <laughs> okay, final final note here and you know that yeah. we've we've known each other on a personal level. You probably know more about my personal life through good times and rough times, the good, the bad, uh-huh. the ugly. But recent one of your columns actually at Stubaikowski.com, you had written about something that we were talking about in the morning show that I just want to clarify and it was it was about the proud boys. And I wanted to clarify it with you Stu, because <laughs> Um, because when we were talking about it, the only person I've ever reported on was locally Zachary Real, who it was a local, it has kind of a tragic story. Dad, um you know, he had his dad died when he was 12 and from a family of Philly cops, actually his family, yeah. his wife and family had said he should get involved with this men's group thinking it would be good for him to have some guy friends. That was how his wife yeah. said it all began um, and so he was never accused as somebody of, he was never charged with doing something violent. He was there. He admitted that. Ultimately, he was, he wouldn't flip. I think they saw him as somebody that might flip. I was, uh-huh. I was support, and I still am supportive of him from day one, just saying, cause I know, you know, local people who care about him and love him. I covered it as a local angle, but I, specifically said, I think, to give somebody like that who did nothing violent, that he wasn't charged with anything such as that, to to have him spend, you know, 14 to 16 years behind bars, and there's, as you know, there's no good time in the federal system, he's going to serve that. And, you know, so his daughters, he will not know them as helping to raise them as children, quite frankly. So to me, that, that was my point. I was not defending all the other action that was happening and i just wanted to, to clarify that for you um you know in person because and people can go back and look at all your columns that was a while back but i just i did want to just clarify that with you
3: you know i i think that there okay so there were three hundred thousand people there on january 6th um and uh 98 percent of them did nothing That's but right. show up there and go home so then, there was a group of several thousand that went over to the Capitol and were chanting outside. All of that's okay. Everything to that point is okay. Once they trespassed and they broke in or walked in, let's say they just walked in uh, Which is and they what's walked in, they did nothing, nothing else. Then, to me, that simple trespass, you give them a fine and send them home. The people who attacked the police, they deserve to go to jail, and you were too. You're pro cop. I'm pro cop. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, I do think, too, looking, there were many of these people who were incarcerated for like a year before they got a trial. To me, that was unconscionable. You're supposed to get a trial right away. Uh, and some of these people were kept in solitary. And frankly, I, I am not in a position as a freelancer to be able to get answers mm-hmm. from authorities. I am very much surprised and disappointed that none of the major media did that. Mm-hmm. And I think some of the sentences handed down were unconscionable. They were much much too harsh.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I so, agree.
3: Okay. So I I am a centrist there and I think the uh, the the punishment should fit the crime, if Mr. Real did nothing other than what you said, it seems incredible that he was, was um sentenced to sixteen years and I'm hoping there's some lawyer out there pro bono who's willing to appeal his sentence. Is is there?
0: Well, not, not so far, but maybe moving forward, that is what will happen when things kind of quiet. Actually, he was, um, he got 15 years, but I will point out to you, I just want to clarify because I said 16, it was 15 years, but Stu, he was one of those people who was arrested here in Philadelphia because he's a resident of the Northeast, uh, with his wife uh-huh. and two young daughters. And he never was able to make bail. He, he was in jail. Like you said about the others, he was one of those that never made bail the entire time through the trial and then went right to federal prison to serve 15 years so yeah that's that's so
3: wrong and and particularly when we live in an era of everybody wants no bail no bail no bail
0: Mm
3: -hmm. um and uh so for him to have been in jail for a year because he couldn't make bail and he was he wasn't accused of doing anything violent hurting anybody Mm -hmm. He, he should he should not have been in jail you uh, should not have been held that long before being adjudicated, and I think the outcome of the trial was wrong,
0: yeah, I just felt like it was over they they tried to do this in groups and and get the group prosecution, and so he was swooped up into that, but he was never charged, and some were charged with with assaulting the officers, and to me mm-hmm. i'm I'm with you. That if you did something violent, even if you broke stuff in, a, in the Capitol right. building, you saw right. him walk in like an hour later. He just walked in. The doors were open um, and like that. So I just want to clarify that Zachary Real was the one that I was specifically talking about. I would never condone, you know, any kind of violence at all, especially against police. But I'm sure like you're saying, the whole thing will ultimately a lot of these appeals will happen and we will report on it. So, Stubaikowski.com. Okay. Stu, thank Great. you so Dawn. much, and I hope everybody yeah, can reads. I get one? Yes. Can I get one Go more ahead. burden?
3: Sure, Stu. Yesterday morning, Yes. athletes crying, you were right, and the guys thank were you. wrong. Yeah. Just take a look at what happens at <laughs> the Super Bowl uh, you have, or the World Series. Athletes who lost are crying, and the guys who won, they're yeah. crying too. Yes. So yes, men do cry. You were right, and those men, the men you work with are wrong.
0: <laughs> and by the way, they're cry babies too. You know, they just I guess, I'm sure they they're are. To tough.
2: <laughs> they're on talk radio. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Stu, thanks a million. Until next time, my friend.